The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stepped forward and touched the coffin. At this, the bearers halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. This report about him spread throughout the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. So we've had some time now to get to know our new Holy Father, Pope Francis, and um, it seems that he's well loved, not only by Catholics but by uh, by Protestants and by people that aren't even of any faith. Seem to really love and uh, and respect the Pope. And when I ask, when I ask people why, why do you what do you like about him? Their response is usually something like, "Well, he's a Pope of the people." You know, like, he likes to go out into the crowds. And it's been funny because he's, he's creating this whole um, difficulty for his security because he's just, like, randomly walking out into the crowd, you know? So he'll be in procession, then all of a sudden he'll make a beeline and head out into the crowd and go interact with the people. And, uh, you know, people love that he does that, that he walks out with the people. I often hear that people will say that to me. Father, I like it better when you come down in front of the people. You know, we like, uh, we like when people can come close to us. And what I've loved about the Holy Father is not only does he do this, but um, there's been some beautiful images already of the way that he is so tender and good to people. So one of the first images that I got to see of him, he was walking through the crowds, and uh, there was a brother that was actually holding up his disabled brother, and they were both middle age. And he was holding his disabled brother up right at the, the edge, you know, where the Pope would walk by. And the Holy Father walked over to him. He stopped everything that he was doing. I think, he, yeah, he was even in the Pope-mobile. He stopped the Pope-mobile. He got down from the Pope-mobile, walked out to the crowd, put his hands on this uh, man, embraced him, and kissed his forehead, and just spent a few tender moments with him. And I'm sure you saw on Holy Thursday how the Holy Father went to the prison, and uh, he washed the feet of the prisoners. And then not only did he wash their feet, but every foot after he was done washing them, he picked their foot up and he kissed their foot. You know, he was so tender and close to them. And I can't help but think of that when I hear the gospel today of Jesus, you know. He goes into this huge crowd and uh, he has a crowd with him and then he joins this other crowd of this woman and he sees that uh, they're carrying a casket. And so he goes right up to the woman and he lays his hand, he touches the casket, and he says to the man inside, My son, I tell you, arise. And he, ri he raises from the dead. And then he hands, he hands the boy back to his mother. 
You know, so our Pope is uh, showing us the goodness of not only being out with the people, but of touch and tenderness. Most of Jesus' miracles involve some kind of touch. You know, whenever he was healing someone, either he took mud from the ground and touched it to their eyes, or he touched their ears, or he laid hands on people. And that's how he healed them, and it was through touch. And I know for me as a priest, when I see miracles happen, when I see people healed, when I see um, wonderful things happen, it's often through the laying on of the hands. It's often through touch. You know, so when people come to me in confession, um, if they come face to face, it's amazing because I get to experience that moment where I, in the person of Christ, I lay hands on that person and I watch um, physically after they've made their confession and I, I speak those words of absolution. I absolve you from your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Their body releases. And I look and there's a big smile on their face. You know, there's something about that invocation of hands. It happens too in the hospitals. When I go and pray over people in the hospitals, there's a, a part of anointing of the sick where there's laying on of the hands. So usually when I do that, I invite the whole family to come around um, the, the sick person and lay hands on them. And you just pray for a moment in silence and you just touch them. And right in front of my eyes, I can see that person brought to peace. You know, as they're held by their whole family and uh, Jesus is there. There's something very powerful about that. Well, the wonderful thing is in baptism, you have been given all the power that Jesus had. So when Jesus um, commissioned his disciples, he said, go and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and you will do not only the things that I have done, but even greater things. In your baptism, you are given all the power and the ability that Christ had to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to work miracles. You're given that power. And I know for us, sometimes we... Um, pull away from things that are uncomfortable. You know, so when someone is suffering, we have a tendency to want to pull back. You know, when someone is in a, in a nursing home, it's very difficult for us to go there. When someone's in jail or when someone's in the hospital or, you know, when someone's suffering with a mental illness or maybe even see somebody with a disability, there's a part of us that wants to, like, avoid and pull back. And that person that is suffering has experienced that all their life. You know, they've experienced people pull back from them. I know people, and I've often worked with people that have disabilities or parents that have a child with disabilities, and I've seen what it's like when people pull away from that person. You know, maybe you'll walk into a party, and all of a sudden they bring that person in, and there's like an awkward tension, and people pull away. Their whole life, they've experienced this rejection. You know, they've experienced people pull away from them. But what if you were Christ? And you are Christ. And what if you went out to those people that were hurting? And what if you went out to that person that was disabled? And what if you went out to that person that was in jail or in the hospital or in the nursing home? And sometimes you don't even know what to say. And sometimes you don't have to say anything. All you have to do is touch them. Lay your hands on them. Pray that God will heal them and restore them and bring them to strength. And that's how miracles happen. And we heard about this in the readings today, and they all involve touch. You know, so the first reading, it was a widow. And this widow, when you're a widow in, in, in the biblical times, you have nothing. 
because women were almost seen as property and it was, the, it was the husband that provided for the family and when the husband died, the woman was literally left with nothing and all she had was her son and then her son died and she was left with nothing. And so the prophet Elijah takes her son and brings him up to the bed and takes the, the dead boy on the bed and falls on him. He lays on him three times and says, God, breathe the Holy Spirit back into this boy. And he brings him back to life. We have that same ability. We have that same grace and the same power of the Holy Spirit to not only heal the sick, but to raise the dead. And it often comes through touch. So I just want you to think about that. You know, if anybody ever asks you to pray for them or to pray for someone, take that opportunity right there and, and pray over them. Touch them with your hands. Lay your hands on them. And if you can't say a prayer out loud, say a silent prayer. But in some way, touch them. Because in that touch, you invoke the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit works through your hands and brings about healing. So just think about if there's anybody in your, in your life right now that um, could use that. Is there anybody you know that is kind of secluded? Is there anybody you know that is in a nursing home or is in a hospital or is in a jail or maybe lives alone? Someone that you could go out to and simply touch and let them know that they are loved. And through your touch, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you can work a miracle. You can not only heal the sick, but you can raise the dead.